You are listening to the Self Made Bay podcast with your co-hosts Danny Fountain and Lola Gilbert, who dive deep into the psychology and strategy of starting a business. Here is the place where we get real with you, talk about the gritty parts of business that make us cry, and cut out the bullshit. We're ready to talk about how the hell we handle the day-to-day when life gets hard. Take our hands, join in conversation, and get real support as you build your empire. Because you're a self-made babe. Come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your favorite RSS feeds or iTunes. You can also follow us on Instagram at selfmadebabepodcast. All links are in the show notes. Now, let's get into the show. Hello, and welcome back, everyone, to the Self-Made Babe podcast. We're here tonight with Nicolina McHugh, and she is a boss lady and brand designer who helps small and online business owners develop, nurture, and strategically use their brands. In addition to believing that success is defined by the individual, Nicolina also believes with all her heart that nothing in business is mutually exclusive and has built a business around this belief. She also works full-time in-house designing and marketing, a girl after my own heart, uh, spends valuable time with her husband and fur baby, is a rabid Stephen King fan, and laughs like a kid at Disney movies. Amen. Thank you so much for being on, Nicolina. We're so excited to have you. Hi. (laughs) Do you want to kick this off by telling us about your business so that the audience knows what we're getting into? Well, right now I'm in a pretty big transition. I was, I started out doing just brand design and graphic design, which is kind of my thing. It's my jam. But since starting my own business, I realized that my jam is actually getting businesses off the ground, like building them to where you can step into them kind of off the ground. So like a movement ready business. (laughs) Pretty much. You put it on like a like your favorite jacket and it fits perfect. (laughs) I love that. And I think that um, as soon as we got your um, application to be on the show, I immediately went to your website and I was blown away by all of the information and the incredible content that's on there. I feel like so often we go and we look at blog posts and we click on things from Pinterest and we think they're going to be so full of all of this information. And a lot of times they're really fluffy and don't really tell us anything about where to go, where to be. And I was reading through your blog and I found myself writing down so many notes and being like really interested in putting things forward within my business. And then I went back to your questionnaire and I saw that you were really struggling with confidence and self-doubt. So I was like, why, why is this happening? She's incredible. Um, So talk to us a little bit about where you see that most um, within your business. Is it just hitting you now with your transition and not really know, knowing where you are and where you're going, or is it something that you've dealt with throughout the whole process of entrepreneurship? Well, um, to start at the beginning, I pretty much self-sabotaged for six months straight. Um, I think the word that got thrown around was horrendous as far as hireability goes. (laughs) But at the same time, it forced me to get my shit together and really take a look at things and ask, okay, how am I providing value? How am I doing these things that I know I should be doing? 
And it's not about competency because I know like in my no parts in my brain that I can say, okay, yes, I can do these things. Yes. I'm good at these things. Yes. I can sell these things, but my feelings are very, "Mm, are you sure you should be doing that? And there's lots of questions and confidence issues and all the things. It's it's just a mess. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Well, I first want to put you a little bit of, at ease and to know that all of us are feeling very, very similar much of the time. Some of us more than others, like some of us, myself, I um, had not the most glamorous childhood. So from then on, I was kind of groomed to be a little bit more self-doubty and really second guess myself. So um, like I said, some of us a little more than others. Some of us is a new phenomenon. Some of us have been struggling with it lifelong. Um, But I just want you to know first and foremost that you're not alone, even though it may look that way seem that way to you. Um, you. Yeah, absolutely. And then the second thing I want to say about that is to just um, give yourself permission to feel those feelings. Um, Because so often we um, kind of talk down to ourselves on top of talking down to ourselves, if that makes sense. Like we are telling ourselves we are shit and that we can't do it or whatever you are. Maybe you don't swear words, you swear words. Maybe you're just saying, Oh, I suck, whatever. (laughs) Uh, For me, I'm like, you fucking blah, blah, blah. Um, But on top of that, then we're saying, why, why are you doing this? Why are you saying this to yourself? And then you're getting on top of yourself for that. So I think first and foremost, we need to step back and say, okay, I'm feeling this way and it's okay to feel this way. It's normal. I'm not a horrible human necessarily. I think there's a lot of fluff out there about how negative and destructive self-talk is like negative self-talk is, but nobody allows you to just be in that spot and to just soak it in. Um, and, and I'm not saying that we want to necessarily just like <laughs> days and days and weeks and months and then we haven't done anything because we're just talking shit to ourselves. But I think it can be way more detrimental than uh, detrimental to not um, allow ourselves to feel the feelings that we're having. Um, so once you start feeling that, what is your normal go-to? Are you somebody who does like positive self-affirmations or are you someone who are you an an ignorer or how do you usually deal with those emotions I usually roll around in it for a while um to be completely honest um I tend to um you forgot the third layer there in that negative self-talk where you kick yourself for kicking yourself right right I'm right in there yeah um (laughs) So to be honest with you, that really is where it comes from, is the the black place, I think. And I've been doing a lot of work on that. Um, I don't know if you got the vibe or not from my website, probably did with the tarot cards everywhere, but I am a big woo kind of girl and looking a lot into the icky, shadowy corners of things because if I can look into those shadowy, shadowy corners and be okay with what I see, then me on a regular basis should be fine too. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) Um, And do you find that how and where do you fit in the comparison game? Is that something that is a trigger for you when it comes to this negative self-talk and the self-doubt or are you someone that it comes from other places? 
just within yourself? Um, it comes from other places, specifically external forces from before. Being okay. vague, but not <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> no, I totally, totally. I am pretty open um, throughout my social media channels and my blog and my business about the two-year abusive relationships that I was in. And I'm not saying that is your issue. I'm just talking about myself personally, um, that I was in a two-year verbally abusive relationship in my late teens and early twenties. And um, it really, really translates into my entrepreneurship and um, never feeling good enough. And that imposter syndrome stuff that I talk a lot about within my business and just feeling like even when I feel really good about something, I still can't it still doesn't feel real because it still feels like somebody's even if it's myself or if it's someone else um are telling me that i can't do it or that i'm not worth it or those types of things and those are really really hard feelings to get over and, and i don't want to use the word get over but to work through um those are really really hard and it's not something that in a podcast i'm going to be able to say here's the switch <laughs> you know you can make it all better but i just want you to know again if there's anything that i can help you with when you walk away from this is to know that you're not alone in those feelings and that a lot of us are feeling them and a lot of the, us are feeling them hard, like my personal story. And I've gone into that deeper in other situations, but, um, how do you, do you think that it has been more intense now with your transitioning within your business or, um, talk a little bit about that transition and how you've been feeling emotionally with that? Actually, if if I was going to say anything, I would honestly say that I feel more at home in this transition and more at home into what I'm stepping into than, than I did before. I mean, really, I feel like I'm moving in the right direction. And the more I move in that direction, the more this bubbles up. And I know, see, this is going back to the knowing parts and the feeling parts, because <laughs> I know that by moving forward in a way that's making me uncomfortable, I'm going to be more successful. However, my feeling parts are saying, don't do that. It's terrifying. It's scary. Don't do that. So at the same time, like it's a balancing act, <laughs> but I feel more like I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. I feel like I can serve people better in my new service than I could in just my previous ones. And that's, that's a really comforting feeling, but at the same time, it's nerve wracking. So it's all the balancing game. Yeah. And what an awesome place of nerve wracking to be, right? Like yes. at least if it's going to be a nerve wracking situation, you want it to A, be a situation where you want to be and B, to be a situation where you feel comfortable. So um, I am so, so, so excited for you. And like I said, I was just going through your website and, and all of the self-doubt that you talked about in your questionnaire and how that is really something that is weighing on you. I just like, where is that girl? Because she is not on this blog. She is not on this website. You are knowledgeable. You are so, so strong in your in your voice on your website and confident within um, the knowledge that you know and that you share with us. And so I want you to feel confident that um, even though you may be having hard days and that you may be working through some of this self-talk, um, that it doesn't, it doesn't transfer to your clients or to the people that are assembling across 
you know, across anything that you put on the, the internet. <laughs> because like I said, I, I just went to your website and your Instagram and all that. And I was like, I want to know this girl. I want her to tell me how to do all the things. <laughs> um, so it's just, just sit in that. And whenever you are feeling like you can't do it or that um, you're not good enough or whatever the feelings are specific to you, um, I want you to remind yourself that, uh, and, and I'm not an, a be-all and all of opinion, you know what I mean? But I want you to know that on, on the outside and what you're putting forward is gaining trust from prospective clients and from people, you know, in the industry because you're killer, honestly. Well, thank you. <laughs> the very, you guys can only see me blush a little, you know, <laughs> the lighting is bad anyway. <laughs> Very, very last thing before I toss it back over to Danny is um, I just want to remind everyone, not just you, um, to practice self-compassion. Um, if if you have to keep a folder, which is something that I do, I keep a folder in my email of heartwarming emails from friends or past clients or people that I've worked with, people have said thank you, people that um, have just sent me a funny meme because they thought of me, whatever it is. Um, I always do that. And when, on the days that I feel like what I'm doing doesn't matter, I will go to that inbox and I know then that what I'm doing does matter and that people give a shit about the 80 hours a week that I put into this because I'm not in a place where I can put any fewer hours into my business as much as I would love to. But um, that is one thing that I would suggest. It doesn't have to be an email folder. You know what I mean? You could take screenshots on your phone or whatever works for you, but just have a place where you can remind yourself um, of all of the, all of the lives that you're changing and all of the people that you're helping and the businesses that you're going to catapult, um, with your new business structure that you're moving into and just do something to practice some self-love and some self-compassion. Okay. okay. <laughs> Amen. By the way, also. I'm, I'm so, so <laughs> proud of you. I just really wanted to, I just really wanted to love on you for a little bit because I see so much of myself in you, even just barely, I mean, Full disclosure, I did not know you before this, this call, just but just, just based off of your email and I'm like, that is me. Like I, I'm struggling through this with you, girl. And if I can help you even just a little bit, feel a little bit better about yourself, I'm all for it. So I'm going to toss it back over to Danny and uh, get you some marketing tips, girl. <laughs> so the best part about having a podcast co-host is that I get to sit here and y'all can see because we're on video right now, but what the audience can't see is I'm sitting here like raise the roof hands, everything <laughs> Lola's saying. So yes. Um, but I want to dive into this launch that you're working on to give the audience some context. Um, as Nicolina mentioned, she is transitioning and shifting her business focus and at the time of recording we're approximately 30 days out from launch by the time this episode goes live we will be inside that 10 days out window um so talk me through where you're at for the launch right now you've set some goals you sent us your goals um but talk me through where you're at with the launch right now and then let's find those holes and get them fixed because we got 30 days girl we can work some magic i know right Okay, so <laughs> first off, full disclosure too, Danny and I know each other outside of Oh, this. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so if there's a hey girl, hey going on, that's why. <laughs> um, no, right now what I'm doing is 
I am getting my system ducks in a row. So um, I'm scheduling in ConvertKit, I'm creating sequences, I'm developing a challenge that I'm gonna launch about two weeks before I launched. Um, it's a confidence and enthusiasm challenge. I wrote about it on my blog before, and I'm gonna make that public because I felt like it really helped me, just 14 days of getting in there, asking crappy questions. And then <clears throat> I am right now writing a lot. <laughs> I still post five days a week on the blog, so it's, it's a lot, but it's a lot of writing, mostly. Email sequences and um, really making sure that those drive home what I'm doing being launched cheerleader materials together. So that's kind of where I'm at, just at the gathering all things phase. So good. And I think what's important to note is that there are like two key pieces that go into a launch, right? All of the content and then all of the visibility. And you've got the content piece on lock. Um, and you're, you're working towards the visibility piece. Uh, for y'all in the audience, she did a guest blog post over on Being Boss. She pitched us to be on this podcast. She's working on the visibility piece. Um, but my comment and challenge back to you is going to be, let's kick that up a notch. Uh, because I don't want the, if I build it, they will come to kick in because you've built it and you've built it good and you've built like the coliseum in like three months but you built it but now we need to make sure that the coliseum is full of raving fans watching the gladiator fight um so my recommendations are going to be maybe take one day a week off from the blog and try and get some guest blogs out think creative collective always has open contributions um on their contact page submit to them. Um, I mean, I'd be happy to have you guys blog. I'm sure Lola would. Um, but <laughs> do some, do some more guest blogs. Um, in a couple of the Facebook groups, schedule some, reach out and schedule some coffee chats with people and start building relationships with people so that you have a really good solid group of launch ambassadors and launch cheerleaders. Um, and then beyond that, um, just making sure that your social presence is on point and you already know the the photo game like you're a new business owner but your methodology for taking photos for your insta is on lock and it's consistent um but it's like starting to target the captions so that mm -hmm. and the hashtags so that the visibility from an instagram perspective is working for you towards the launch um visibility 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 <laughs> You're going to be so proud of me. Because remember when we talked about Instagram last time? I told yes. you I was going to change up some hashtags. Yes. I did. And my Instagram has grown by like 30 followers. Yes. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. And it's honestly like, you know, I have like seven groups of hashtags that I rotate through. Um, mm -hmm. Just to make sure that I'm constantly popping up in new audiences and in front of new people um so being even more strategic about your hashtags even though there's all this shit going on about hashtags right now in the instagram world they're still working for me they're still working for some other people um use the tool if it's working for you um and then just all of those other things that we talked about as far as that goes and then the other piece that i wanted to focus on with you is post launch 
So the other thing that I see happen all the time is people build this momentum. And have you ever, like when you were a little kid, did you ever sit on top of a hill and start to build a snowball? And then you got lazy. And instead of finishing the snowball by packing it at the top of the hill, you started almost fold rolling the snowball down the hill. And then the next thing you knew, the snowball was now the base of a snowman. Yes. The, the culmination of your launch will be the moment when that snowball has become a snowman and it's halfway down the hill. What you don't want to do is let go of the ball at that moment and let it roll the rest of the way down. You've already got the momentum. You've already got the ball moving because of gravity. Finish filling out the base of the snowman so that when it gets to the bottom of the hill and it settles, it's as big as it possibly could be. Um, so you've set 60 and 90 day goals for post-launch. And for the audience, her 60 day goal is to have booked half your client spots for 2017. And her 90 day goal is to be booked out for 2017 and starting to think about that 2018 wait list, which just for the audience as well to do the math, she's launching May 1st or roughly May 1st. May 60 days out from May 1st is July 1st. So to be half booked through the end of the year by July 1st, totally reasonable. And then 90 days out is August 1st. To be booked out for the rest of the year by August 1st, totally possible. So these visibility things that we're talking about right now, the email sequences that you're working on right now, don't just stop because the launch is over. Keep sending your audience an email once a week and keep touching them throughout the funnel. Make sure your Instagram stays on point. Don't stop doing guest contributions because now you can build up a press page and backlinks and all those SEO benefits um, of guest blogging that will help these 60-day and 90-day goals. So the first piece of advice that I had for you was work on that visibility. And the second piece is don't let the snowman stop building. Questions? You ready to be a proud mama? Yes. June 1st, I have something going live that is going to be free content, but it's going to rock everybody's socks. Perfect. That is the continuing July, the snowball that I want to hear about. And then July 1st is my official one year in business. So um, so we're going to party. Internet, yes. like internet house party. <laughs> internet okay. house party. That's what it's going to be. Good. Go ahead, you're in, right? Yeah. She's going She's yes. Good. So I'm glad to hear that you're already thinking about those things because I would hate for you to build all this momentum for this launch and for this launch to kill, but then for you to lose that traction and at the beginning of 2018 be in the same place thinking about needing to do some kind of blowout launch just to keep your services going. Right. So I'm so glad we are on the same page there. Now we have run through all of your questions. But before we sign this episode off, we want to give you the opportunity to tell everybody what you're launching. Walk us through it. I am launching my new program, which is a premium comprehensive service for creatives. It is called a brand and a plan. So I help you through four pillars of business by um, building your brand for you, designing a marketing strategy around your brand your brand spanking new one, or we can redesign if you prefer. And I set up systems in the background because you as a single lady 
have got your hands full. You don't need to be thinking about your inbox subscriptions. And then I teach you how to use it all. So the branding, marketing systems, and education pillars are really what pushes the service forward. And it is inclusive. <laughs> it is a full brand, which means I'm doing collateral pieces, logo. We're doing branding, um, a Squarespace website because I'm a web designer, not a developer. I don't code. Those people are saints. I don't code. <laughs> but, and then we go through your marketing. And I set you up with a to-do list for your launch. So we'll have a day of launch. It'll be launched on my platforms. We'll launch you on yours. And we'll get a bunch of your friends together to launch you too. Um, we have the education. So during this six-week engagement, you're getting your brand, your marketing strategy. And I set everything up for you in Trello or Asana. I'm more handy in Trello than Asana, but it's possible. And we get you on track to create awesome content, give you buckets to pull from, the whole kit and caboodle with marketing. Your systems, I am a huge fan of automation. So anything we can automate, we will. Um, not without taking away from a customer experience, obviously, but automation is amazing. And then once again, I just teach you how to use it all. That way you can grow and build on that so it's foundational and you just step into your business like putting on your coat. It fits you perfect. So good. Where can people stalk the shit out of you online? People can stalk the shit out of me at nicolinamchugh.com where I'm going to set up a landing page. So it'll be nicolinamchugh.com slash self-made babe. And that'll be all one word. You can also find me at Instagram at nicolina.mcqueue. And I have a Twitter account, but I don't really do anything with it other than post from Instagram. So <laughs> if, you wanna, <laughs> if you wanna follow me there, you're more than welcome to, but you're way more likely to catch me on Instagram. And I hate Facebook, so I'm not even gonna bother with that one. Um, and then I have a Pinterest page with lots of fun stuff on it too, so. So good, all the places. All and for the audience, those will all be in the show notes for you. And it has been an absolute kick-ass blast having you on. I'm so dang proud of you, girl. You've come so far from my first coffee chat. And I can't wait to see this launch happen. I can't either. Thank we'll be so following. Support. Yes. yes. <laughs>